This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. We're now my interview with William Lee Golden of the Oak Ridge Boys. We're talking about Elvira. Yeah, that's true. It was uh, The song was written 16 years before the Oak Ridge Boys recorded wow. it. Dallas Frazier wrote the song. And what Dallas did is he had it on his album. He actually had a single of it at that time. And uh, then I remember Kenny Rogers in the first edition had it out. And then uh, Charlie Rich had it on his uh, Behind Closed Doors album. But then uh, the Oak Ridge Boys came along and Ron Chance was producing us. And Ron, he had the idea of Joe singing the lead on it. And we all sing the choruses and all. But then he had the idea of on the choruses to let Richard step out, do a step out and do the boom, papa, mow, mows. <laughs> the giddy up, boom, papa, mow, mow. And so that's that became the signature lick of the whole song, really. Absolutely. And it, uh, so it's, it's amazing. Well, it is. I've got five daughters. They all love it. I've got daughters from 32 years old down to eight, and they all love you, and they love the Oak Ridge Boys, and they love that song. It's William Lee Golden, by the way. Go in and check out his website, WilliamLeeGoldenBook.com uh, is where you can get Behind the Beard. Behind the Beard is his book. It's an autobiography that you're going to want to go and read because this tells a story of you've been in the Oak Ridge Boys almost 60 years. You went in what, 65? 65 is when I joined wow. up. How does that happen? How do you become part of that group? Was it existing before you came in? Yeah, it was. It was existing before any of us, and uh, I, I was there first before these guys. And you know, I was. I saw Dwayne Allen in concert, and I thought he would fit the Oak Ridge Boys. And Herman Harper was singing bass at that time, and so uh, Herman and I talked about it, and Herman. Uh, was trying to call Dwayne to offer him the job, and then Dwayne kind of showed up at the uh, office that day, and it was amazing how all that went down. But then with Richard, uh, Richard was singing with Elvis, and our bass singer at the time, Noel Fox, decided to get off the road, and uh, anyhow, he didn't want to travel as much as we were traveling. We were traveling right. two, 200 days a year back then, and but he wanted to get off, and I called Richard Sturban because we had worked with him some several times, and he was uh, working with J.D. Sumner and the Stamps Quartet, and they were backing up Elvis Presley, and they were on an Elvis Presley tour. But uh, Richard was a fan of the Oak Ridge Boys at that time, too, because we would work with them. They were up in Buffalo, New York. Uh, he was Before he joined the Stamps Quartet, they would uh, get the Oak Ridge Boys new albums, and they, they had a little group, and they'd wind up learning most of our songs on it, and that's they would use. They were kind of an Oak Ridge Boys clone group, so to speak. Right. But uh, So Richard, uh, he thought about it and said he'd get back to me, and he talked to his wife about it, but then it, 
I got Richard to come with us, and then uh, a year and a half later, I called Joe and invited him to be in the group. I thought Joe would fit us. We had uh, Little Willie Wynn was singing the top part at that time, and anyhow, I thought Joe had a lot to offer and uh, would be real unique, and it would fit the Oak Ridge boys, and right. I guess uh, 50 years later, I still feel like that that was a fit. It's uh, William Lee Golden of the Oak Ridge Boys. Get his book. It's called Behind the Beard. Uh, they're on tour all the time. Go and check out, check and see when the Oaks are going to be near you. Also has a group that he put together uh, called the Goldens, which is his family, extended family. We'll talk about that in a minute. But I've got to ask you, as a musician myself, as a as somewhat of a singer, not like you guys, but I'm a saxophone player, I, you know, I'm a piano player, whatever, I know when it sounds right. Did you immediately know when the four of you were going to mix exactly right? Did, did it make sense immediately? It did uh, when we got to singing together. You know, it had a it, uh, Richard had sang with Joe before, okay. uh, and then he left the group, the Keystones, and went with J.D. Sumner and the Stamps Quartet, and that's when they were back in Elvis. But uh, they had sang together, and uh, I had heard them in concert a lot. And again, like I say, they they would go out there and sing Oak Ridge Boys songs too. I remember we worked up in, uh, I think it was Wilmington, Delaware. We did a concert with them, and those guys uh, went out and did half of our show at <laughs> <laughs> before we got on stage. So uh, wow. it was kind of funny, you know, in a way. But uh, they were, I knew it would fit, and it did. And uh, so it's been amazing, man. It's, uh, and Joe is good. He's, he's good, oh, fast on his feet, talking and stuff. Right. So, uh, and he's he's good on his feet talking. So, you know, something happens. He's he's quick witted. No, oh, he is. No, he's yeah. out there. He's out there controlling the audience and, and directing what's going on and being funny and being entertaining. And, and the way that you yeah. guys sound, I, I saw you last year, as you know, as you mentioned earlier, and you sound as good now as you did then. And and, and I went and I checked out the front porch singing. Now, front porch singing that was because COVID was happening, right? You guys couldn't go and tour. <laughs> It is. Uh, what happened is uh, COVID hit, and we were all sent home. And uh, anyhow, it was when during COVID when I wound up doing my book. You know, for about two or three weeks after COVID hit, they sent us home, told us you're unessential to go home, lock your doors, put on two masks. If anybody <laughs> knocks on your door, crawl under the bed. So stupid, so, right? Yeah, so I was watching uh, television news for about three or four weeks and, you know, the flat and the curve and all that. And I realized, man, we're being conned here. And yes. uh, so I had to turn that crap off and uh, got away from television. I, did, I just got away from it. I couldn't stand it at that point. And I'd, I'd get outside under the trees out in the back. That was in the springtime. And, uh, and man, I was all these old songs, and it was a time that I'd had a vision a couple of years before that just to get my family back together and sing yeah. and record together. Well, it became the perfect time for me. I called my sons over, and uh, we got around the piano. They got the instruments out. We started singing old songs, and uh, then I got the grandkids in, and man, we uh, wound up recording 34 old songs that were essential to us in life that inspired us to want to be in music. And we didn't record anything new. It was all 
other songs that some of them we'd never sang before. But And I took them back to where I started as a little kid singing these old songs that I learned to play when I was seven and eight years old. My sister taught me how to play rhythm guitar oh, wow. and, sing, and sing harmonies. And uh, she played mandolin, and we had a duet for about six or seven years. And our little brother joined us. We had a trio, and it was in high school. I sang in my first quartet, the FFA Quartet, Future okay. Farmers of America. Oh, yeah. and, uh, so our school had a chapter, and... They nurtured, if you played bands, which you would be in a band, uh, uh, there was different chapters. Would uh, Some of them would have singing groups and some would have a band, and they would compete with other chapters. And we did. We competed with other singing groups, and uh, we went to the state finals, and then the guy that was singing would lead with us, his family. School was out in the finals. Uh, the state finals were in the summertime. Well, his family went to California to pick fruit. Oh, no. <laughs> they took him and took off. And, and so I don't know where we'd have landed in there, but we won all of our uh, competition up to the state finals. Well, that's great. Well, I can tell why. I mean, you're just that good. It's uh, William Lee Golden. The, the group is called, you called your family group the Goldens, and you're actually on tour with them. So are you touring with the Oaks and with the Goldens? I'm working two jobs, yeah. Come on, William Lee, you're, you're killing me here. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, tomorrow night I'll be on the Grand Ole Opry with my family. Gorgeous, and, that's awesome. Uh, then late at midnight I get on the Oak Ridge Boys bus and we head out to Branson for two days. And then uh, we're back here next Saturday and the Oak Ridge Boys are doing the Grand Ole Opry. So uh, wow. I'll get to work it twice in one week. One with family and one with the Oak Ridge Boys. Well, I think that's amazing. When I saw you guys, I saw the big giant tour bus, and, and, and I'm thinking to myself, are these guys really, after 50 years, still going across the country in a bus? You guys don't fly anywhere? It's a rare occasion. It's okay. only when we've got to go from one coast to the other, maybe, and it's <laughs> uh, you have a short time. But uh, Do you still man, enjoy the road? I do. It's uh, Actually, the tour bus is the way to go because – Airports wear me out. I mean, it, you can go, it, you get jet lagged and all that stuff. But a tour bus, it's private. You can, uh, you got real comfortable bunks on there. So everybody's got their own bunk. You got, if you want to watch TV, you got it in your bunk. If you want to watch the big screen, you got it up front and one in the back. So, uh, how nice is yeah, that? It's great, man. It's a, it's, it's the best way to travel. And uh, it spoils you. And every time we have to fly, it's uh, usually we don't like it that much. So uh, <laughs> It sounds like you've got it made the way you're doing it. It's William Lee Golden of the Oak Ridge Boys of the Goldens. Find out if, they, if either group is going to be performing near you soon and make sure you go see them. Uh, William Lee Golden and the Goldens.com is one website. William Lee Golden Book.com is where you can get behind the beard. William Lee, we don't have a ton of time left, but do me a favor. Give me... Because I've seen the pictures of you from the from the seventies, you look like you could be a model, and now now we uh, now we see a lot of beard is what we see. So what, yeah. what, if you can give me one anecdote about the beard and its importance and why that became part of who you are. Well, it was back at the time uh, that we were, you know, we were. It was in nineteen eighty is when I I bought an old home out here. It was built in seventeen eighty six and. Wow. Being there, and I and I got friends that I used to go uh, camping with, like primitive camping, and some of these guys were 
part of the American Mountain Man Association, you know. But we'd go camping together and uh, primitive camping where you got to start your fire with a flint and steel right. and that type stuff. But uh, and some of these guys, I used to wear the little shadow beard, you know, the little five day. Everybody shadow. had that. Yeah. And I had some uh, a clipper, you know, that was a. Uh, that I could keep it about that, you know, every four or five days I'd run that because it had a, a guard on it that kept it from getting right against your skin. So right. I'd give it that shadow. And uh, I did that for about four or five years maybe. And then was I'd go camping with these guys. They'd say, hey, boy, won't that beard ever grow? And so I got to thinking about it. And, you know, and then I was hanging with Leon Russell uh, out in Tulsa doing a big show out there. And, uh, so I was looking at how cool he has looked and, you know, camping with some of these scruffy looking guys too and buying art that has that mountain man look. So one day I just uh, decided that I want to check it out and just, I just let it all go and, and let it grow and let my hair grow. I just quit trimming everything. It's been, uh, 1980 was the last time I've trimmed my beard. That's amazing. And it, I, uh, I, I don't think I could grow a beard like that. That's, a, that's an incredible beard. It took about three years to get that long, <laughs> and uh, it don't get any longer. It just gets whiter. I got to tell you, you can pick you out of a lineup any day of the week. I mean, we know who you are when you show up. Plus, you guys, you guys are all big. I, I don't think people realize you guys are all tall men, and your big presence is up there. And then when you start singing, you just bring this all in. And I can't tell you how much joy you've given us over the years. It's it's just amazing. But yeah, the, there's the beard. We know that's William Lee Golden right there. <laughs> Well, thank you, man. I appreciate it, Joe. You know, I appreciate your uh, the stands you make in life and the things that you represent on your show there, too. You're a, uh, you know, I'm a conservative uh, because we've been to Russia. Right. We were in Russia in 1976 on a cultural exchange program when it was still an iron curtain there. And we know we saw communism at, at first hand. We saw we had a front row seat to what communism really was and the right. Marxist communists. And it's where a government, they lie to you to begin with. They're not going to distribute the wealth. They're going to take everything you have. The government owns your car. They own your television. They own your refrigerator. Uh, they own your house. They own you. And if you want to, if your refrigerator goes out, you have to go sign up, and it may be three months. It may be three years. It's according to what a, where you're at on the uh, on their uh, communist party right. affiliations. Right. So, uh, and to see what's happening, and with some of the people that have gone down that route, far as our elected politicians, and uh, there's a lot of people that don't understand what communism really is and what's Marxist communist is and you know they're they burn your churches uh they don't want you giving no 10 percent they want everything you have and uh, they take everything you've got uh and I've no people friends that uh from Cuba that uh that went through the overthrow down there of their yeah. government and uh when Castro took over they come to their house a, a friend of ours that uh he was a an accountant, a successful accountant, and uh, anyhow, they come security people. I mean, uh, 
troops come in and uh, with a legal pad and they go through your house and take a, a, everything. Uh, uh, they write down everything you got you, and your car, everything. Then they tell you that all of this belongs to the government now and you're not allowed to move any of it or sell any of it. It all is ours. And if you do, then basically you wound up in front of this for the, with a firing squad. Right. So uh, I know what that is, and it, it's, it's, uh, it's concerning to see some of the far left, what some of them are trying to push us into here. And I just hope that enough smart people stand up and be strong against that, man. And you're one of the people, you're one of the voices that, uh, that are, you're giving real truth and reason to people. And uh, so I want to thank you for that, Joe. Well, I'm truly honored. I've got to tell you, William Lee, um, I, I'm, I'm not doing anything special. What I'm doing is I love the country. And you guys love the country. I know that you love your your family and this country, and you love the uh, the freedom. And the idea that we should give up I freedom do. because somebody disagrees with me, or I should give up freedom because Joe Biden was selected by somebody, I couldn't do it. I just couldn't. So I like to have fun on the radio. I like to sing. I like to have a good time, talk to people like you. But at the same time, we have to keep people... Uh, abreast of what that constitution means and how important this country is to all of history. And I, and I think some people don't get that. Well, and, and another thing, man, is when we went to Russia, we it was a cultural exchange program. We had to send a list of all the songs and the words on every song. Really? There was a, yeah. And there was an old song that we did called Where the Soul Never Dies. To Canaan land, I'm on my way where the soul never dies. Yeah. They said, you're not allowed to say Canaan land. You can say Disneyland, but you cannot say Canaan land. Really? That, yeah, that's right, man. And it's uh, so we we saw their. They want to force you to say what they want you to say. And you you lose all your freedoms. That's what that is. And so thank you for standing up for what's, uh, you know, for for the freedoms that we all have grown up enjoying. It's an honor to hear that from you, William Lee. Thank you so much. It's WilliamLeeGoldenBook.com is the website to get the book. Behind the Beard, the Goldens, uh, you can go to WilliamLeeGoldenAndTheGoldens.com. Go, go in and consume anything the Oaks do and anything that the Goldens do because these people are amazing Americans. I can't thank them enough for coming on. It was an amazing time for me. We'll put that up on Rumble later on. Keep it here. Coming right back. This is the Joe Pag Show. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. Love having William Lee on. Go to Oak Ridge Boys. You can go to WilliamLeeGoldenBook.com. You can go to the Goldens. Make sure you go and take in everything. We really appreciate you hanging out tonight for Sam, for Polo, for Carrie. I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow night. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.